What's up, everybody? It's Raised on Retro Podcast. This is episode two. I'm Dad. I'm Trey. And today we want to talk about what happened to co-op. What happened to co-op? What happened to co-op games, man? Some of my fondest memories growing up and even today are just co-op games with friends. But it's like, I feel like now... It's few and far between where it's just, it's, it's like a stretch to find a good cooperative game. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, and I guess we'll start off by just talking through the different types of co-op. Uh, different types of co-op, I think. Obviously, there's couch co-op, right? Of course. You invite your friend. This was more my era than you. Uh, you invite your friend over. They spend the night. You sit down in front of your Super, your Nintendo, your Sega, your PlayStation, your PS2. You both got a controller, and you just game all night long on different games couch co-op but then there's also you know once the internet became prevalent you know then you could have i wouldn't say the same experience but similar experiences by uh online you know then then join a lobby with your friends invite them and play the games online then you have online co-op which is you know you talking to your friends through a mic playing a game through the internet and i it's hard to compare the two even though they are similar they're similar but they're different they're very similar but they could be very different too because i i've played they're kind of like in a in a in a way like me and you we're similar, but we're different. Yeah. We're very similar, but slightly different in some ways. You know, you, you got the basic co-op, you know, playing with your friends. You're going together, and you're playing together, and you're beating bosses together. You're doing this, you're doing that, all together. But then there's a very unique difference of having the person that you're playing with right next to you. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the key difference are there other kinds of co-op i say yes i can think i think of two off the top of my head one i think we can debate on and but the other was definitely a co-op experience let's hear it because i'm not sure about the other types this one you don't know about because we talked in the first episode of the social interaction of going to an arcade and playing games with your friends. That to me is a, another kind of co-op experience. You go to the arcade, there's four player cabinets. Sometimes there were six player cabinets. I can remember another game that I loved as an experience with my friend. It was called lucky and wild or you you know you remember the cruising usa games and all the driving games that you sit down in like a a car seat with a steering wheel and pedals and you drive 
Well, this one company, I can't remember off the top of my head. I remember the game very clearly, Lucky and Wild. But they add, they made it into a co-op experience where you're, you, one person was the driver and then the other person was a shooter. There was a gun, like a gun on the other side that <laughs> you sat in like two seats. So the other person's shooting outside of the car and the other person's driving. So co-op... I, I think arcade co-op was, was is kind of its own co-op experience. Even though I can't completely relate to that, I can say I have experienced it in a sense because we've been to a a classic true. arcade Very before. True. We went there and we had a big thing of quarters. Yeah. And we went around and we played a bunch of classic, you know, Arcade Are you thinking Disney cabinet. Quest? No, I'm not. No, we not went, Disney Quest. We went on a vacation. I forgot where. And oh. was, yeah, we went to a like remodeled. Arcade I know where you're cabinet. talking. Yeah. yeah, yes. That's it, man. I'm, uh, that I'm was, glad you got to experience that because that to me was like the peak of. It was crazy. a lot of things for me. It was crazy to me because, you know, these games that i i had really high expectations because you know i i grew up on these on these crazy graphics this crazy gameplay Mm -hmm. you know all these good game companies out here like naughty dog hold a really high expectation when they make games and even when they make a really good game it gets hated on so when i go to this arcade cabinet i'm not expecting anything at all i'm looking at these like true pixel bit games and i'm like i don't know i i i'm playing all these crazy games why do i want to play this and i go and i play there and i sit there next to the dude i'm fighting and it's like it's a whole different experience and even though it doesn't have the crazy graphics and the gameplay with all the crazy controls it's still is very it's very unique and i think it's better in a sense so we can agree that that arcade co-op coexists with couch co-op and online co-op in its own form of co-op gaming yeah here's the other one i was thinking of and i think this require some discussion and probably everybody's opinion is different are are the massively multiplayer games considered co-op i would say no you say no i would say no i'm not sure how i lean on that my person in a lot of ways i feel like yes but then it when I sit, when I start thinking through it, I'm kind of like, eh, maybe not, not so much. So I'm not, I'm just unsure on my opinion if that falls into co-op. Well, what do you, what do you describe as a co-op game? Oh, that's the thing. Well, These you- massively multiplayer games, there, there's, there's, it's a very broad term, I think. I mean, you got games like WoW which I never played world of Warcraft. I never played games on that scale, you know, to where there's these clans and things of tens, twenties, sometimes hundreds of people 
working together to complete tasks and raids and things like that. But I've played what I th- what I would consider a massively multiplayer online game where it's a group of eight, a group of 12, you know, people that maybe it's 15 or, you know, a smaller scale than the 50 or 100 clan type of games, but still in that same vein where it's like a smaller group of people working towards a bigger goal. And so that's that's where I think the discussion comes into play. How do you feel what's a massively multiplayer online game and does it differentiate whether they're big or small and is it considered a co-op game? I think it all comes down to what you define as a co-op game, what your definition of a co-op game is. What is your definition? I'll I'll tell you. Oh, man. Hmm. Put me on the spot. I can go first. Let you think about it. Go first. I want to hear yours first. I define a co-op game by either... I I think of co-op as a small, you know, group of people working to a a big goal in a game, like a a story mode, sort of. So what I define as a co-op is a... You know, you got a group of four to however many. I'd, I'd say the max is probably like around eight. Four to eight, a small team. And you go and you do missions and you fight bosses. And you you go do this story mode to reach an ultimate goal. You level up gear and all that. That's what I think a co-op game is. But what I think is a co-op... Oh. What I think co-op is different from multiplayer games like those massive multiplayer. Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, I would say, is a co-op game. I okay. think I think okay. it's co-op because I think you have these groups of people, even though they're larger. It's a massive scaled game. So I think the the more massive your game is, you know, more the more people are going to get into a group together. That's a that's a very very valid and good point. And I think I agree with that 100%. Because when I think of these massively multiplayer games, just just like you just said, that that was spot on. <clears throat> there is a bigger sum of people, a bigger group of people, but it's broken down into smaller groups, right? Yeah. You're not going out there. I mean, I guess, like I said, I never played WoW. I guess they do raids with 100 plus people or 50, plus, you know, these huge groups. But that huge group consists of small groups of four of six, of eight, of ten people that are friends that play together regularly and go out and do these raids and tasks and things, missions on an everyday basis they play together, but they're just contributing to the greater goal of the whole group. So I, I do I do think I, I guess we agree that 
massively multiplayer games would be part of this conversation of co-op. Here's a question. Do we agree on that? Yes, but here's okay. a question that's going to get your your brain turning. Oh, no. Foxhole. What would you say Foxhole is? Now, if you don't know what Foxhole is, because I don't... Not everyone is going to know what Foxhole is. It's I barely massive, I barely know what Foxhole is. I, I played a little bit. I understand the very basics of it. Not too much, but the very, very basics. I do know that it's a massive multiplayer. You have two sides. You have the Wardens and the... Um, uh, I, I, I don't remember the other team's name. Mm-hmm. But it's just two... It's two big sides, and it's it's a war. It's an ongoing war. Two sides at war. Yep, and you have a huge map. People run supply routes to get keep troops respawning and give them weapons and give them ammo and everything. I wouldn't say that's a multiplayer, or I wouldn't. You say wouldn't that say it, that's a co-op. I wouldn't say that's a co-op. Really? I wouldn't say that's a co-op. Cause that. I don't know a lot about Foxtrot, Foxhole. I don't know a lot about it. I was just introduced to it by when you started playing. I was like, this game seems cool. And when I understood the concept of it, I was like, wow, this game is freaking really cool. Just the whole concept of it. But I feel like it's in the same vein of, of wow. Here's the thing. I think there's a... It's this constantly like game that's being played by a large amount of people online that's always evolving by how people play. Okay. What makes it different than WoW? And I, why would it not be co-op but WoW would be? I think there's a line and I think that in the middle of that line, you know, on the left side of the line there's massive multiplayer and on the right side of the line there's co-op in the middle of that line like it's it's a little bit of both mm-hmm. it's kind of a balance mm-hmm. i would put world of warcraft a teeny tiny bit a little bit towards co-op but still like in the vein of massive multiplayer mm-hmm. and i sure. would put foxhole at a mid massive multiplayer, hmm. but still a tiny bit of a co-op element. Because the thing about Foxhole is that it's got it's got elements that the that the co-op games doesn't that the co-op yeah. games don't have. You don't have a skill tree for your character. You don't mm-hmm. have like special equipment that you can upgrade. There's none. There's no like groups like you can't group with certain friends you'd have to join a battalion there's no like in game squads or i I think you can start a squad but i don't think you can do much unless you Hmm. join like a battalion because they they do a lot of the like fighting and stuff they have like events that go on where they run supply runs and they go do fights i don't think i think they're similar in a sense i think there's a middle line where they meet foxhole has co-op elements that you could argue 
that it's more towards co-op. World of Warcraft has massive multiplayer elements, you right. could argue. But I think, in all, it's they're both towards the middle of that line. And that's why I started this whole discussion with, like, this is a debatable topic on if these massively... Mo- and every it's almost like every game is its own, you know... <clears throat> debate on whether it is or not but i go i look at it me looking at it from a top-down perspective not knowing much about either one of them wow or foxhole to me they're 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 these always evolving games because they're always online they're always people are always making progress and changing but then at the same time on either game you can invite a friend or a couple friends and go do things in the game and enjoy it with your friends. Right. Yeah. So that to me, to me puts them in the same. If we, if we agree that wow is a co-op game with massive, then I would say that foxhole is if I can, to me, if I can invite two or three people, four people, five people, six people, however many friends I got online. If we like the game and we play it together, that to me is a co-op game. Okay. You agree with that or you still think it's different? It's its own. I think that's why they they kind of meet in the middle because both games have elements of both. They have You can make a small team. You can go do things, but I think you're limited unless you can join like a clan yeah. or a regiment or whatever, whatever they have in World of Warcraft. I don't play World of World of, World of Warcraft. Um, I, I think they both have elements of both, and you could really argue both. So I I think there's a middle ground that they both lay in, but I do think. Foxhole is farther to the massive multiplayer a little bit, and World of Warcraft is a little bit farther to the... You realize uh, World of Warcraft is the biggest massively multiplayer game of all time. Yeah. (laughs) What you're saying, you feel like Foxhole trends more massively multiplayer than WoW and than co-op? And I think we're getting bogged down here in all these details. And that's why I was like, you know, it's debatable on this. But I think we're getting bogged down in these details now on this game, that game. I'm going to wrap it up. But I do think that we are in agreement that Foxhole, wow, I can't think of any other examples right now. I do think we we will throw those into the co-op. I'm about to wrap it up. But um, what would you say? the last the last bit you said something i was had something that i was gonna say oh yeah yeah okay foxhole i say it's more massive multiplayer than world of warcraft because even though world of warcraft is a massive multiplayer and is like one of the biggest massive multiplayers that doesn't mean that it can't also be a co-op and it can't also be defined as a co-op i think it's the way you play world of warcraft 
that's or a, the way I, you play foxhole. That's that is a excellent excellent point. Because how I play any game is different than how any other person plays the game. Yeah. Some people play these games that are supposed to be played with hundreds of people by themselves. Yeah. And they like it like that. And they get, you know, they have the opportunity to join clans and bigger groups and they're like, "Nah, I'm good. I'll do my own." So, yeah, that's that's right. But do we agree that we would lump that type of game massively multiplayer online games MMOs in with co-op I think that yes you can say I think so too the games can be argued both that the games are a little bit of both with that are there any other types of co-op games you can think of not off the top of my head not right now I can't think of nothing. I can't think of it. Just right now, I can't think of any others. No. Not to say we're not missing something, but at the moment, can't think of any other types of co-op. So, what do you feel? Because this whole episode is about like what happened to co-op. So. Obviously, we both feel like there's been a drop-off in the amount of co-op games or the kind of co-op games being offered and the quality of co-op games being offered. When do you think co-op was at its peak? When do you think co- like you had the best time playing games with your friends? I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't play too many co-op games. I didn't play way too many. Like, I played them, and I loved them, and I liked co-op, but I didn't play way too many of them. I do think, though, that um, why, why they, or when they were at their peak, I think they were at their peak whenever World of Warcraft came out because I think that was like huge for every single co-op fan out there I feel like that's like the co-op game the massive multiplayer game that's that's very insightful of you because I don't know that you were even born when World of Warcraft yeah. came out <laughs> and you've never played it I've never played so it so that's that's very insightful of you to make that point. It's the biggest co-op game out there. It's the biggest massive multiplayer game out there. Dude, it's probably one of the biggest games oh, out there. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean... The fact that it's still going on with... I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to look up the amount of people that still play this game to this day. As of 2022, 4.8 million people 
are subscribed to the World of Warcraft service. 34,000 34, active at any given moment. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, See, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That is that is crazy, but that let's get back on topic. Mm-hmm. We're straying off a little bit. We're talking a lot about wow. Yeah, we we were talking a lot about World War. Came out in two thousand four. We, we don't even like we never played that game, <laughs> so we we should get off of it for a second. It's when was it at peak, its peak? I peak. think World of Warcraft, because you know I, from what I know. So you think at the start of, like. Obviously, that was the biggest massively MMO game of all time. You think at the start or a few years after that was when co-op as a genre of gaming was at its peak. So around 2005, 6, 7, somewhere in there. Yeah. When kind of PC gaming was hitting a big wave and these MMOs were coming out and wow was like the the new and just changed actually honestly changed gaming Definitely. the amount of players that it allowed to play together and things like that I that's a peak that's uh, that's that's a very good take i think it's a very good take mine that, i will say I'll, I'll go ahead and say mine's different than that but that's in that period it's a very thoughtful take of when World of Warcraft got, you know, big and PC games were on the rise. I think PC allows much more variety of games and that means much more variety of co-op like World of Warcraft, man. You could do so much stuff on World of Warcraft. From what I know, you could you could do so much stuff you can make probably a million different builds (laughs) you do a million different things Mm -hmm. the game is massive and i think that co-op from that point forward kind of they kind of set the standard yeah they were when they came out with that game they were like wow yeah like i said it changed gaming yeah that's I'm impressed by your take on that, having never played the game and not even being born when that came out, but the fact that you're able to, that's awesome. For me, when co-op was at its peak, that is very tough for me because, you know, everybody has this this hook in in gaming every person has their own hook right it's either they love collecting loot they love the story told by a game they love how a game looks the graphics the music the art style they love the gameplay they love a certain genre everybody has their own hook that makes them keep wanting to play games right my hook in gaming was co-op my earliest best memories in gaming was sharing a controller with my cousin my friend uh, 
playing, taking turns playing Mario, Super Mario Brothers. One of us Mario, one of us Luigi. We're going to get through these levels. Let's beat the game. And then uh, a game called Contra comes out. And that really took my um, excitement for gaming to another level. Contra was the first game I can remember where I could play at the same time as my friend and we're working as a team. So now me and my 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 friend, my cousin, he's at my house, I'm at their house. Now we're on the same team at the same time. We're controlling two different people in the game and we're fighting enemies. We're fighting bosses. We're beating levels. We're, we're beating the games together and it was just a whole experience. So like co-op has always been my hook in gaming. And then, you know, and they, that just carried on throughout my whole life. Uh, from Nintendo to Super Nintendo with Mario Kart and fighters and different games, sports games to Genesis to everything, man. In arcades, it was the same thing. The NBA jams, the four-player co-ops, the six-player X-Men cabinets, the all of those things, all of those co-op games were, were my jam. Um, and then there was a time period where I kind of slowed down on gaming for a while, where I was, you know, going to college and becoming an adult and all these things and it slowed down a lot but then when I got back into it PS3 etc I, mean, I always gamed but it's like then online was slowly becoming a thing I, I had the online adapter for PS2 I can remember playing NBA Ballers uh, SOCOM the few games that the PS2 had that you could play online. And it's like that online connectivity took co-op to a whole nother level. Now it's not your friend comes to your house and spends the night and y'all game all night on a game or you go to their house, et cetera. Now it's, I can meet people all over the world and play games with them and against other people all over the world. So it's like that online connectivity in gaming just took it to another level. And, but for some reason, and that's kind of where this episode is going. It's like, we hit that peak. Like we're, we're there. Like it's, the hardware, the internet, everybody has internet. Everybody's connected on all of their devices. But it seems to me like the co-op experience is dying off. And so I can't give you an answer on what, when co-op hit its peak for me. That's always been like my favorite part of gaming so whether it was nintendo and early gaming whether it was arcades whether it was the ps3 ps4 era 
co-op's always been my favorite. So it's always kind of been my peak. It's been my preferred way to game. But the reason we decided to make this an episode about co-op is because it feels like there's a lot of games coming out that would be so much better with that experience and it's and it's like it's dying off it's like it's in you know what i mean it's like when you when you watch something slowly fade away it's like co-op is <laughs> like don't go but it's like all these single player experiences are coming out and you're like man if that game had co-op it'd be amazing it's already amazing why can't i play with my friend in that and it'd be even more amazing let's talk about fortnite for a second okay fortnite was originally a co-op game you know oh yeah fortnite was originally a co-op game they had the base building and the zombie protection but they took an entire like switch on the whole game and they switched to a battle royale mm-hmm. and it, it turned into the one of the biggest games ever sure so i don't think fortnite ever had a chance to make it even close to where it is if it stayed single player why do you think that why do you think that people wouldn't get it as they would if it was Battle Royale or if it was multiplayer like it is? That's a great question. And I don't know if I have an answer. I can just say how I personally feel and theorize the rest. For me personally, I was the opposite. I was more excited about the first concept of Fortnite when it was like a a, a tower defense, build your base, defend it at night, co-op game, small co-op game. And then they obviously were smart enough and intelligent enough to switch gears and capitalize on the battle royale and ended up being one of the most successful battle royale games of all time because they were smart enough to do that but i literally had no <laughs> um what's the word i'm looking for i had no um i wasn't interested no interest in in playing fortnite when they made that switch and it's not that I dislike Battle Royale games. There was there was just gameplay mechanics in Fortnite that I wasn't a fan of. Uh, my friends didn't play it. And so, you know, a couple of things mixed together and that just... I put Fortnite to the wayside. I but I, I do 100% agree that it would never have reached the milestones it has if it had stayed in its original state even though that's what i was excited about they they saw the capitalism and what 
what they did and capitalized on that. I think there might be a couple reasons why Fortnite wouldn't be as big as it was if it was stuck to the single player tower defense they had. I think it has something to do with how people your age grew up on gaming and people my age grew up on gaming. Okay. I think that your age group grew up on co-op, grew mm-hmm. up watching co-op evolve. So sure. I, I think if you asked a lot of gamers your age, they might agree that co-op See where you going with this. Co-op would be a one of their favorite genres. While as my generation, my age group, grew up on multiplayer online, either massive multiplayer or first-person shooters, anything like that, we grew up on that. So I think people my age might say, oh, well, I like first-person shooters better. I like multiplayer games better. I like Battle Royale games better because we grew up you are wise beyond your years that's a again two good takes in one show I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut you out the next show it's just gonna be me (laughs) no I'm joking that's that's very good uh take again I think I think that hits the nail on the head, I, and that's that's the whole you know premise of our podcast together is is having these debates about our generational differences, and I didn't see that, but I think you're spot on with that. My generation grew up couch co-op playing like socially with literally with each other with friends in the same room and going riding bikes to friends house to play games whereas your generation it was all online it was all distant you know what i mean not that it's like we said at the very beginning of the show couch co-op online co-op they're the same but they're different you're still playing with your friends but there's a lot of differences in the way you play with your friends right so you are you're spot on with that Let's get off of Fortnite. Yes, please. We Before I start building <laughs> some construction. We watched the... Before I start constructing an eight-story apartment building. <laughs> 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 we watched the new Hogwarts game trailer not too long ago. And that was the biggest disappointment of 2022, in my opinion. That might be the biggest disappointment. And it's not even out yet. That might be the biggest disappointment of the century. That, that's terrible. It. I was so excited for that game. Just to find out that it was a single player title. And that and and but and that's kind of the premise of this of episode two, right? What happened to co-op? There's there's game after game after game. I feel releases. And you're like, that game is meant for co-op. You see a trailer, 
you see all this excitement you get hype about it and then they start releasing details on the game they're like single player you're like single player this game is meant to play with friends it's like and hogwarts is the perfect example we are in 2022 the age of online connectivity man literally the world of harry potter is all about friends and friendships and teams and schools competing and and teams of groups of friends doing things together and creating a story and they're they're gonna create i cannot wrap my head around when i i saw these trailers and i was like oh my god this is about to be one of the funnest co-op experiences ever and i it never clicked in my brain that it wouldn't be co-op and then it's like okay the the details start releasing single player only like what how like who who is who is making decisions at warner brothers at the, and I, I don't you know i'm pu- i'm picking on hogwarts specifically right now because that's the most recent one that i've been the most disappointed about but there's definitely a lot of other titles that i've like this is like if just co-op was there, it would be a whole nother level and epicness. But man, I think the, the, it's like they're completely leaving out co-op and I just cannot grasp it in the, the year and the, the age that we're in. I cannot grasp why these games are coming out as single player games. These are these are games that are like built to be experienced with your friends but they're not adding that functionality and it's just it is a sad day for gaming because that seems to be the trend especially I think God of War would be really cool if you could have a second player playing as the the kid I think Ghost of Tsushima needed an open mm. world co-op and Ghost we, never, of Tsushima. we never got that I think Spider-Man Miles Morales it showed a trailer with the two Spider-Man in it and I was excited for a co-op and it was single player it, it's recent It's these are all recent games and, and, I, and obviously I've spoke about my love for co-op and that's my hook so I'm completely biased I want every game to be co-op <laughs> but I understand that there's some games that are single player story driven titles but man there's just some games that make absolutely zero sense not to be co-op I, I you can make a case for, for God of War to be single player it would be oh, great yeah, co-op for sure, for sure. Ghost of Tsushima I'm kind of on a fence with that one Yes, you know, for whatever reason, in development, they chose to go single-player route. 
I think it would be a fantastic co-op game. Maybe that's in the future plans. But I could see it kind of being 50-50 either way. I really But Hogwarts, I, I honestly can't comprehend why someone made the decision not to make this game a co-op game with your friends and joining, you know, I, 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 I'm going to sound stupid because I don't know a lot about Harry Potter. But joining the, uh, what is it, the Slither, Slytherin or the, what's the other one? Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, that's like out of all the Harry Potter lore I know, like that's the whole premise of it. Joining this school, this group of friends and competing against the other ones, and they're going to make this single player. I can't comprehend it. I want to talk about Ghost of Tsushima for a second. Mm Mm-hmm. I am completely okay with Ghost of Tsushima releasing single player. Same. But what made me upset about Ghost of Tsushima is when they announced co-op and it turned out to be something completely different than what I expected. That threw me off and all my friends who had Ghost of Tsushima. I had a friend who literally bought it for the co-op. And it turned out to be a disappointment because it wasn't what we imagined. That's what makes me upset about sure. Ghost Tsushima. Definitely. It because you know what you know why it's such a big disappointment, especially in Ghost of Tsushima's um, case. But you'll see this in other games. They'll add like this tacked on kind of faux co-op experience later on to kind of keep the game relevant or give it some kind of social gaming experience right so it's like they see the value in that but it's like this we've been playing co-op since the first game was pong we've been playing co-op since literally the first game ever created but here we are in 2022 we're specifically talking about Ghost of Tsushima now. But then it's like they, they release a single player and then they add on this little tacked on 5 or 10 or 15 hour experience of co-op. Just give me the whole freaking amazing game. Because I believe Ghost of Tsushima is one of the best experiences ever. As a game, as a whole. The graphic, the whole package. Give me that whole thing co-op. Quit giving me these little taste of, yeah. You can play horde mode with your friend. I don't want to play horde mode. I don't want to play attacked on game. I want to play the full experience with my friends and enjoy that together. It's an amazing experience by yourself, but it's a it's a whole nother level when you play through that game with your friend and you experience it with your friend and you create those memories. Those gaming mirrors that you talk about 5, 10, 15 years later. If you think back to some of the early games that I started you on playing, you remember those to this day. Because those were memories we had together playing co-op that stuck out in your head. And yes, some of those single player you know, experiences 
last. But to me, the co-op stuff like really just sticks and makes for an amazing experience. But it, it feels like it's going more and more tacked on and add on a small experience, a horde mode, you know. That's just me ranting, <laughs> but, but you know that's kind of why we decided to put this episode out. Hogwarts was the, Hogwarts was the breaking point. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen this trend and I've complained about it for a while now, for the past few years, thinking that you know it was going to get better, but it uh, it just keeps getting worse. And when Hogwarts came out. And they had all these amazing things you could do. And they showed all these, you know, characters and things. that, And they're like, single player? There's no way. There's no way. I just couldn't comprehend that. I don't even know where we're at now. (laughs) We talked about co-op at its peak. We started mentioning like specific games on how we felt about why they didn't Im- implement co-op, why they should have, why it feels tacked on and not as a full-fledged experience. So why did it all, why, how did we get here? Are we both in agreement that it seems like co-op is dying? Yes. How did we get here? I have an answer. If you go three for three in one episode, I'm turning your mic off. (laughs) I have an answer. Give me the answer. I'm going to take it back to the age group, and I'm going to say that growing up, I think shooters... First-person shooters and multiplayer games were rising, and they were they were a lot of people were playing them. It was really popular, and I think after seeing so many people go play those first-person shooters and these multiplayer games, they said, "Okay, if people want multiplayer." We can we can take the co-op out and we could switch it to more of a multiplayer game, you know? We don't we don't need co-op anymore. We can have multiplayer. Or we could mm. we could have a single player experience. You know, Call of Duty has the dumb campaign which is a single player. I think Call of Duty should have a co-op campaign. I think that'd be pretty cool. Used to. Did it? I don't think it does anymore. As far as I can remember, I, I believe that it used to. Wow. I feel like some of the older ones did. But um, I I think that the the age group that we grew up on, we we grew up on the the trending spot of those first person shooters and the rise of multiplayer, and I think we just kind of stuck to that. And now that, you know, we're, we're out here and we're buying games now, we're old enough 
to start buying games. So we're we're buying games that we grew up on. We're buying first person shooters. We're buying multiplayer games. Co op doesn't have such a high demand anymore. Hmm. So you think it's because game developers are seeing a shift in the demographic of people that, you know, grew up playing co-op and like co-op. And now it's going to the younger groups that aren't necessarily that connected to co-op game developers are going to they're going to make and they're going to do whatever makes them money so that's true but how does that explain Fortnite? how does that explain wow still being what did we say for Four four point eight million people do you, still subscribe. Do you know any any fourteen, fifteen, that's true, sixteen that's year true. old dudes playing all World this, of Warcraft? It's all this old ass <laughs> yeah. grandpas playing. Do you know? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I don't. I can't name you a single. F- Honestly, I can. I have a buddy in Denmark. Shout out Hoagie. If you ever listen okay, to this podcast, Hoagie plays <laughs> World at War. That's my boy. <laughs> hey, Hoagie. Shout out Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hoagie is a younger kid I play games with, a younger dude. And he kind of quit playing PlayStation with us mm. because he got a PC and he started playing a lot of World at War. And then there's always those, you know, outsider yeah you know there, there's people that just go against the grain and i think there's something to what you're saying but i don't know that that's the full explanation um i don't know that there is an explanation i i still have a little bit more okay you said how to explain fortnite well, mm-hmm. battle royale had had been a thing. Battle Royale was the and, and it was it was games started capitalizing Battle Royale. Yep, everything. Fortnite hit it. Tetris Battle Royale. And they it, coming out with everything. It literally. And when Fortnite hit that mark they got really popular. A lot of other people tried to capitalize too. Mm-hmm. We have a wrestling battle royale game out now. Mm-hmm. We got everything. Battle Royale. Um, so I think, I think the way that explains why co-op died is because the capitalism on So you think genres, it's just the trend, really? The trend. I think that maybe... The we, trend shifted from, mo- from single player and small co-op games to battle royales that, You know, could be co-op, but it could also be single-player and yeah. kind of. I think that maybe in the future, the long future, co-op could come back 
game developers might try things new and they might produce games that that they want to produce that they enjoy producing yeah i don't i don't like i said i don't know what the answer to this question is of why it went away i don't know if it's the trends that they're following i don't know if it's the demographic that they think you know is buying games to make the most money that lean this certain way certain types of games or if it's like a bigger problem where developers don't want to put in the time or the effort to create a full-on co-op game i i think i don't know or maybe it's a mixture of all of those things or maybe it's just complete coincidence you know that a lot of single player games come out in a five year span and very little co-op games or, you know, who knows? I don't know what that answer is. I think I I, I don't, I really, for me personally, I don't know what I would say, why it went away, but I'm, I would say that I've noticed it and I think it sucks because there's so many experiences that that come out that are released that I'm like, damn, why ain't this co-op? Damn, I want to play this with my son. I want to play this with my friends. I want to experience Ghost of Tsushima because, like I said, I'm a co-op player game. I'm not going to play Ghost of Tsushima single player. Co-op, I'll play that whole game with you. In, in my brain, as an older gamer, I'm like, bro, I was playing Super Mario, bro. I was playing Pong, Atari, Co-op. We're in 2022. I'm 40 years old. Why does this game not have Co-op? That seems like, like not that hard of a stretch for developers to make. And I could be way off base. That's just me personally. But I'm like, man. With online, with technology, with, you know, past experiences of them making games. Obviously, they've they've all made co-op experiences. They've all made co-op games. So, obviously, they know how to do it. Put it in all of your games. Put it in most of your games. Unless it's specifically, you know, is just a single player style of game. Look at if you if you went and surveyed kids at my school, mm-hmm. and you asked them if they liked Warzone or Uncharted better, they wouldn't know what Uncharted oh is. <laughs> now, Uncharted isn't co-op. It doesn't. You play as Nathan mm-hmm. Drake. You play as one character. But the reason I'm bringing Uncharted up is because I, I, I'm backing up my point that it's because game companies are following a trend. If you ask anyone who plays games at my school, they're going to say they like Warzone better. You play Warzone? Play, yeah, exactly. You play Warzone? 
you know, obviously <laughs> it's a free Call of Duty game, so that it's already going to have a big yeah. player base. But I think it's also because there's a trend in first-person shooters, there's a trend in Battle Royale, there's a trend in multiplayer, so people want to play that. And games like Uncharted, even though I think Uncharted is one of the best shooters of all time, I don't think people are going to appreciate it as much because it doesn't get light shined on. Call of Duty gets light shined on it. Warzone gets light shined on it. I don't see anyone talking about Uncharted anymore. I see ton of people talking about Warzone. Sure, but isn't that against what we're talking about? Because Warzone's a co-op game. Is Uncharted is not. Is it co-op? I would say Warzone's co-op game. I would put it in Battle Royale. It's Mass- definitely Battle Royale. I think Battle Royale is co-op game. Small, squad-based What what is the online bigger, gameplay? What is the bigger goal you're working towards? Because my my definition there's no bigger game. I, I don't think there's a bigger goal. But my definition you get on there, you play squads, you play trios, you play you know teams of two, three, four against other people's squads. Now you know, of course, there's going to be some people that play solo with randoms. But I think all in all, it's a people play that more with their friends than they do alone and it's not a single player experience you're playing online with other people so i i I would put that as a co-op experience and if kids are playing more of that in fortnite warzone than uncharted so why aren't the these other games why aren't co-op more prevalent i don't I wouldn't define Warzone as co-op. I like I said at the start. I my definition of co-op is a generally usually small smaller player groups coming together working for a bigger goal, whether that be a story mode, yeah. whether that be to get better loot, I whether that to beat bosses. Warzone has none. I would agree with that. It's not necessarily a. Um, a thought out experience. They throw you in a map, you compete against people, you win or you lose, and you start over again in the same map. <laughs> you know there is there is some truth to that. Um it's not, you know, an experience per se, like a drawn out experience start to end that you'll have with your friends okay but we both agree that the trend seems to be co-op is dying off yeah while warzone might be an outlier the trend is definitely co-op dying off and some people are going to throw out all kind of games and names. Oh, this guy caught this guy, but they're. I can't name a whole. 
a lot of AAA games, higher end games that are newer, right? When I say newer, I mean within the last two years that are good co-op experiences. It seems like everything's older. Like I'm recently, I've been finding myself going to play Ark, which is one of my favorite. I think I mentioned that first episode. I love Ark. I'm going back and playing Ark. Why am I going play, back and playing Ark? Why did we, me and you, go back and start playing Division Two three months ago? Why are my, am I seeing my friends go back and play games from Fallout seventy six? I love Fallout 76. Why am I playing these games that are four, five, six, seven years older? Because there's no like co-op games right now that intrigue me enough to make me want to play them. So why are we, why do we want co-op back? I want to add a note what you just said before mm-hmm. we go on to why we want it back. I I think that for right now, if we want co-op, we're going to have to rely on indie developers to produce co-op. Mm. Because I'm sticking to the main point mm. that the big name companies you think they're over it i think i don't think they're over it i think they're going to stick to the multiplayer trend for now Mm -hmm. so i think the indie developers they're going to be the ones who who supply us with those co-op games that we're looking for for right now at least yeah but i don't care who makes a good co-op game i'll play it yeah but i think my reply to that question why we want co-op or why we need co-op back in gaming is it it's like I said the way my brain works is it's like the technology is way past there so it used to be a thing like especially early gaming PS2, you know, there was no online adapters. Well, PS2 was kind of a uh, a weird situation where you had to buy a separate online adapter, connect it, sign up for a service. It was very a very small percentage of people did that. But that was, besides PCs, kind of the 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 uh, what's the word like the. the first bricks, the stepping stones of online gaming. So understand way back in those days, that was 15, 20 years ago. 20 years ago, probably. 20 years later, it's like we should be way past that point. What, 2004? World of Warcraft came out? Why aren't we so far past... That was so like at the beginning stages of the World Wide Web and the Internet and online gaming. We should be so far past that, but it feels like we're moving backwards. 
like these online experiences and the connectivity and gaming should be way beyond what I played 20 years ago. And I honestly feel like it's gone backwards in a lot of ways. So why I want it back is this is going to be kind of a bold statement. But it's my personal opinion and statement. It's almost as if it's just become gaming feels stagnant right now. It's almost like, I hate to use this word, but a laziness. Like, it's hard for me, the Hogwarts example, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around a company creating a Harry Potter game that is clearly a co-op experience. No matter how you twist it. Unless you make it strictly. You play as Harry Potter. And you play through. You know his story. Then that should be. A freaking co-op experience. So it's like these. I, I keep seeing these decisions. These games being made by developers. And stuff where. Co-op seems just like an afterthought. Or not even a thought. And the way they make these games. And I just don't understand it. And it needs it needs to be brought back. We need to be ad- way past the point we are now with co-op gaming. Well, let me ask you. Who do you think wants co-op? Who, what age group, what... Anything, anything, sure. Any type of people who wants co-op. Tell me who wants co-op. I think it's a wide range of gamers, and like I said, I know I'm biased because that's my hook in gaming. But I honestly feel like that's there's a wide variety of and age groups of people that want co-op. I think it's older gamers. I think it's younger gamers, and all in between. What are what are some of the biggest highest selling games ever? They're all online multiplayer games. You can't tell me that this Hogwarts game that's going to be single player. I don't know how well it's going to do. It it could end up being one of the highest selling games ever. I doubt that very highly. It may be a best selling game. It may be game of the year. Who knows? But I would put money on if it was a co-op game that you could play with your two or three, four friends would be way better than it's going to be. And I can say that about other games. Ghost of Tsushima. Great game. Fantastic game. If me and you could both be Samurais together, experience in that game together, way better game. In my opinion, again, I'm biased. I love co-op and experiencing games with other people.
what do you think is going to happen to co-op in the future? Where what do, do you think? Where do we go from here? Where, where, what's on track for co-op? Mm. I mean, <laughs> I'm a person that looks at the now. And I'm not an insider. I don't work in the industry. I'm knowledgeable of how games are made and all of that. And I play games on a almost daily basis. And I keep up with gaming news and trends. And I've noticed a steady decline in online gaming experiences and lack of co-op features in games. I hope, my hope is very different than what I think. I'm a, I'm an optimistic person, but I'm also re- a realistic person. My hope is that it gets way better very quickly. That that triple-A co-op games start coming out on a regular basis so that we can experience have those experiences with our friends online or whatever. But the trend I'm seeing tells me that that's probably not going to happen. But I think the potential obviously has been there and is there and will continue to be there because, like I said, we live in an online connected world. Everybody's connected. You can make friends all around the globe. You pro- Most people that are regular gamers probably have friends all over the United States, all over the world, wherever they're at. And play with their real life friends that they know online. So it's like the groundwork, the technology, all of that is there. It's the experiences that we're lacking. I'm just waiting for them. That's my outlook is I don't know if it's going to happen because it's not up to me. I'm not <laughs> I'm not the one making the games. But I feel like we need them. future of gaming is going to follow this pattern. So this is, is going to be a bold statement. I think that there will be a co-op game eventually that becomes best selling and everyone buys it and everyone loves it and everybody plays that co-op game and then I think a lot of companies are going to capitalize on it and then I think that's going to allow co-op to get big again and co-op to start you know being introduced to younger audiences and video gaming I think co-op's gonna get big again and I think gaming is always gonna follow a pattern where a company is going to make a best-selling really good Mm. genre of a game and everybody's gonna follow it because they want to make money And I'll say, I hope you're right. 
I hope we we see a resurgence in in co-op. I hope we see a resurgence in experiencing games with your friends because the technology's there, the know-how's there. I don't know what is missing on why the games aren't coming out like that, but let's hope that it changes in the near future and, and those experiences start happening. Well, that's all I got for episode two. What happened to co-op? I think we um, we talked about a lot. We made some great points. We had some great discussion. Um, that's what we like to do. And we hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all were um, engaged in what we were talking about. I know... You know, our opinions may differ from y'all's, but uh, that's okay. Um, we have an email set up, raisedonretropodcast at gmail.com. If you have some ideas for future shows, if you want to give us some feedback on this show, if, if you want to say something about me personally, personally attack me, Go ahead and do it, and I'll call you out on the next episode. <laughs> but, uh, no, just give us any input you got or ideas. It's uh, We would love to have all your input. And if you do chime in, if you do email us, send us your social media accounts or whatever so we can send you a shout-out on our nep- next episode. Uh we don't know what the topic of the next episode is going to be. We kind of, that's always kind of like a, um, evolving thing as we get interested in different stuff. And we're just like, let's go make an episode on that. So we don't know what the next episode is going to be, but it's coming soon. So please, please like subscribe, all of those social media things that people tell you to do. Um, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you listening to us ramble about our own thoughts and ideas. We hope that you enjoy it. Trey, send us out of here. I don't know what to say. That was a great (laughs) episode. That was a great episode. That was a good one. I've been wanting to talk about that. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.